0: Surely a coming. But I'm telling you as the days get more wicked and more vile, we've got to depend on His presence. We've got to follow Him, if you will. We've got to be led by Him, and we've got to let Him guide us in these days that we are in. If you have your Bibles this evening, I want to turn your attention to the book of Exodus chapter 13, beginning in verse 17. Exodus chapter 13, beginning in verse... 17. Going to preach a message entitled tonight. The title of my message is Follow the Cloud. Follow that pillar of cloud. Right there. We're going to talk about following that cloud tonight. Exodus 13, beginning in verse 17. And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines. Although they were near, for God said, "Least peradventure, the people repent when they see war, and then return to Egypt." But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness, of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from Succoth and encamped in Etham, in the edge of the wilderness." And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way. And by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before his people. I want to go back to verse 21 and 22. That is the heart of my message about the pillar of of that cloud and that pillar of fire right there. And I'm going to tell you tonight, we need to follow that cloud, I'm going to tell you, the cloud and the fire was all one pillar in together. During the day, it was a cloud, but at night, it was fire. And it gives us a representation of the Spirit of God that leads us today. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just come before you, dear God, tonight, Lord, and we pray, Father, for your anointing of, on this message. And we ask, Lord, for your touch, dear God, in here tonight. Uh, Lord, give me the words you would have me to speak, O oh God, tonight. Lord. Uh, Oh Father we just pray. Father God we just ask Lord for you to just touch dear God Lord. Uh, Lord and we ask you God to just touch, have your way dear God in here tonight. Uh, Lord and we give you glory dear God and we give you praise and we give you honor dear God. Uh, Lord and we just thank you Father for it all. Uh, In Jesus name we pray amen and amen. Uh, We see the abiding presence of the Lord. God Jehovah with his people. God was taking his people on a journey. And on the journey that Israel was going on that God would be their God. He would teach them along the way. He would lead them in order to guarantee the success of his people. What we see right here in Exodus 13 is nothing short by glorious and grand. It was a very visible manifestation of the presence of God, if you will. We see a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire by night. What it showed Israel right here was that no matter where they went, no matter the journey they was on, that the presence of the Lord God, Jehovah, was with them and he would be there to lead them and guide them along the way in their journey from Egypt. Today as believers let me tell you that we still got a God today in this land this world if you will you see that Egypt is a type of the world if you will but let me tell you that we can follow his presence today we can follow the leading of the Spirit of God today. We can follow that same pillar of cloud and that pillar of fire in this world today. Let me tell you that pillar of cloud and that fire pillar of fire was there to help the Hebrews. Notice at the end of verse 21 right there. It tells us that the pillar of cloud and fire was to go before them day and night. It told me there was the abiding presence of the Lord that was with his people. Don't you know, ain't it glorious to know tonight, no matter where we go, no matter what we face, as children of the Most High God, that his abiding presence is with us tonight. What is it saying? It was telling Israel no matter what, where you stomp, no matter where you go, uh, that God would be with them. Uh, that God would go before them. Uh, how many know tonight that God goes before you? Uh, how many know tonight your tomorrow is God yesterday? Uh, he's already been there before you even get down. You see, on this journey, and this journey, uh, the Lord would be the Israelites, God, he would be their glory. He would be their defense to save them from every fear along the way if they would just trust in him. The pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire would be on one pillar and one could say that pillar and fire and that pillar of cloud uh, could represent the Holy Spirit of God. God the Holy Ghost if you will. Uh, tonight I remind you what Jesus uh, told his disciples uh, and what right before he left uh, He Jesus was going to leave. Uh, remember for the last three and a half years uh, they had been a comp, the disciples uh, had been accomplished used to having the presence of Jesus Christ uh, right there with them. They had been with him. He had walked with them. He had been right there beside of them. But one day Jesus said that he would be leaving them. That he would be departing. That he would be ascending back to heaven. Uh, And you know when you hear that word uh, leaving they didn't grasp it for a minute. But I guarantee you sorrow uh, had filled their heart when Jesus spoke those words. Uh, I guarantee you they felt like maybe they were going to be all alone. Uh, But let me tell you that Jesus told them seen exactly what was going through their minds. Uh, He knew what was in their hearts and Jesus goes on. Uh, In John 16 and 7 he said nevertheless I tell you the truth that it is expedient for you that I will go away for if I go not away the comforter will not come but if I depart I will send him unto you right here Jesus was giving his disciples a promise he was giving him assurance that the abiding presence of the Lord would be with him. That his presence would always be right there no matter where they went. Why? Because the Holy Spirit of God makes the presence of Christ a reality to us tonight. He told them no matter where you go along your journey you're not going to be alone. I'm going to send you someone. I'm going to send you a helper along the way you're not going to go on this mission field alone you're not going to stay here in this wicked world this vile world to face this devil alone and face all this opposition alone but I've got a helper I'm going to send you a comforter right there in John 16 and verse 7 is a promise we know in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost the whole ghost showed up but let me tell you that word comforter right there means parkeletes in the Greek if you will and it means that one that is called alongside of you to help you if you will to be there with you to give you strength to uplift you along the way oh what are you saying tonight just like here in Exodus the children of Israel had the ever-present help of Jehovah with them by a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. But today as believers, can I tell you tonight that God is with us uh, in the presence of the Holy Spirit tonight. uh, That God is right there with us, uh, with his divine presence. Uh, And I tell you tonight, uh, no matter what you're facing, no matter the battle that is coming along, uh, there is the very present help uh, of the Lord God tonight. Uh, I want you to know that this world that we're in, uh, that it is growing sicker and more vile by the day. uh, But yet we have a help that is right there alongside of us. Yes, this world is evil. Yes, this world is sick, and it is getting darker and deeper every day. Yes, this world is on the verge of collapse. Yes, there's wars, rumors of wars. Yes, there's sickness and disease. Yes, there's cancer and pestilence. Yes, there's natural disaster after natural disaster. But despite all of that, can I tell you tonight that we've got a very present help right here alongside of us. We've got the presence of the Holy Spirit of God tonight. Jesus did not leave us alone. He didn't leave us here alone to go on this journey in this world by ourselves. But Jesus said, I will send you a helper to go alongside of you. I will send you someone who will lead you and guide you, if you will. So I began to think about this pillar of cloud and this pillar of fire. And I began to see how this was a representative of God. The Holy Ghost right here. You see, first of all, this pillar of cloud and this pillar of fire is just like the Holy Ghost because he was a gift from God. The children of Israel had no idea that one day they would be a cloud over them. And by night, that cloud would turn into a pillar of fire. God didn't have to do that. But God, this was a gift to the children of Israel. Can I tell you tonight that the Holy Spirit of God is a gift to the church if you will it cannot be purchased and we'll get there let me tell you in Acts 2 and 28 repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit right there that word is gift I like what brother Jimmy Swagger said he said salvation is the greatest gift unto the world But the gift of the Holy Spirit uh, is the greatest gift that's been ever given to the church. Uh, Can I tell you tonight uh, that God has given us his Holy Spirit uh, to go right there alongside of us. Uh, He has given his Holy Spirit uh, to be there, our guide and lead us uh, no matter where we go tonight. Uh, And let me tell you as a gift, uh, the Spirit of Almighty God uh, cannot be perfect. ...purchased with silver or gold. In Acts 8 and 20. But Peter said unto him, ...Thy money perisheth with thee, ...because thou hast thought the gift of God ...may be purchased with money. Peter's reply to Simon the sorcerer. Let me remind you, Simon the sorcerer was involved in witchcraft. But on this day, he saw a far greater power ...than he had ever been involved with and he said if you let me have this power I'll pay for it I'll give you money for it and Peter rebuked him because it's something that cannot be purchased but the Holy Spirit was a gift from God oh what are you going with tonight I'm telling you tonight just like that gift that would lead and guide them the children of Israel in the book of Exodus God has given the church the Holy Ghost his spirit to be our guide just like the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire the Holy Spirit will lead and guide the believer tonight in fact in Romans 8 and 14 it tells us if we be the children of God we will be led by the Holy Spirit think about right here he will lead us into all truth uh, he will direct our steps uh, to go into the life of Jesus uh, it was the spirit uh, who led Jesus uh, it was the spirit who led the son of God uh, to the wilderness uh, it was the Holy Spirit that kept him in the wilderness uh, and it was the Holy Spirit uh, that led him out and brought him out of the wilderness uh, do you hear what I'm telling you uh, if we'll follow his direction He will lead us. He will guide us along this journey. Let me tell you tonight, you don't need to call the California psychic. You don't need to look at your horoscope. You don't need to go to some stupid fortune teller because I got the leading of the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. I'm telling you, you don't need the things of this world because he said he would lead me and he would guide me uh, along the way uh, he would direct my steps uh, wherever I took my foot to uh, he will lead me along the way but how many listen to follow his leading amen amen how many listen to him amen God said people are looking for leading and they looking for guidance what shall we do what shall we do may tell you the Holy Spirit will tell us what to do Amen. He will lead us. He'll guide us. Amen. You know, there's been times, I was a pastor, a preacher, you've had to make decisions. Amen. You better have the leading of the Holy Ghost. Before I come up, I remember coming up here trying, I went back and prayed, if I get the vote, what do you want me to do, God? Amen. If it wouldn't have been the will of God, I'd have never stepped foot here. I'll just be honest with you. If it wouldn't have been the will of God, I'd have stayed in Robbinsville. Amen? Let me tell you, God leads us. But I knew that God wanted me to come here for a time. I knew God wanted me here for a season along this journey. Let me tell you, you know when God leads you somewhere. There's been times when God would lead me to an individual. Amen? There have been times God would lead me to pray. Last Wednesday night, I knew God was going to break in. Amen. And there's somebody's got a testimony that's coming. Let me tell you that right now. God done some great things. If you weren't here last Wednesday night, let me tell you, the Holy Ghost of God broke through during the worship. And I'm telling you, I didn't really fully preach. But during that night, I know for a fact that God touched some people. Did you hear what I'm telling you? I know for a fact there was some healing that come through here that night. Let me tell you, when you become obedient to God and you begin to listen to God, he will lead you in what to do. You don't need programs. You don't need this. You follow his direction. Let me tell you, God will break the program sometimes. He'll break the order of service. Amen? He'll break through in the order of service. Like I've told you before, I've seen times where God would just break through in the order of service. Amen? He'll break through in the music. He'll have an altar call before preaching. He'll do what he, I'm telling you. That's when you got to step out of the way and let God have his way. Amen. But let me tell you, as a preacher, pastor, someone on stage, you've got to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You've got to be sensitive to it. Amen. You've got to be sensitive to his leading. You got to be in order to hear what the Spirit says. Amen. Some people can't hear it because they ain't got their ears plugged up or not listening. Amen. Amen. Before you, Amen, me, you better make sure you're listening to it. <laughs> amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Let's get that loud. How many really listens to the Word of God? <sighs> oh, I got to miss a Sunday night coming. Amen. Oh, you'll hear it Sunday night. I won't tell you yet. But let me tell you, whether it was day or night, for the children of Israel, wherever they were camped at, whether it was day or night, they would be a continuous leading of the Lord. During the day, the pillar would show up as a cloud. During the night, the pillar would show up as fire. Listen, wherever Israel went, the cloud and the fire, if you will, would follow. Let's go into, you read it in the Old Testament. You'll read many cases of the cloud that followed Israel during this time. In fact, in Israel 14 and 19 through 20 and the angel of God which went before the camp of Israel removed and went behind them and the pillar of the cloud went before their face and stood behind them and it came between the camp of Israel and it was a cloud and darkness to them it gave light by night to these so that the one came not near to them the other at all night. Let me tell you, what Israel had that cloud behind them, the enemies pursuing, all they saw was darkness. Amen. Oh, I remember that. I'm telling you, God's in the miraculous working business. It tells me when it, what happened right here, wherever they went, God was protecting His people. God had covered Israel with a cloud, if you will. That cloud represents the very protection of God if you will that cloud stood in the way between harm and the people of Israel it stood in the way between them and the enemy that would pursue them along the way in fact you could say the cloud literally covered them along the path in Psalms 105 verse 39 the Bible said he spread a cloud for a cover and fire to give light in the night can I tell you this evening the safest place that you can be is under the cloud the safest place you can be is under the presence of Jehovah God this evening can I tell you I feel more safe in the presence of God than I will with the greatest army the greatest weapons the greatest military that's in this world just give me uh, the presence of Almighty God. Uh, Don't you fear nuclear war? No, uh, because I know the man that can stop a nuclear bomb in the air. Don't you fear these things that are coming? Uh, No, he told me, let not my heart be troubled, uh, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Uh, Can I tell you tonight uh, that God covers his church with his hand tonight. He that abideth in the shadow of the Almighty God. He that abideth in his shadow. He'll, put, he'll outstretch his hands around you like a mother hen will do her little chickens. Anybody ever seen a mother hen when danger comes to her little chickens? She'll put out her hand, feathers around them to protect them. I was telling Marcy was talking about this snow and her driving over the mountain. I aggravated I said, well, these mountains, they're not that high. These are hills. They're hills compared to where I'm from. Justin and them's been down there. <laughs> these things are small compared to where I'm coming. They're about, some of them mountains down there are about three, 4,000 feet higher than these mountains up are here. I'm telling you, here the roads, many of the roads are good, but d- down there we're more crookeder going up these hills, and, uh, and 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 you'll go if you ain't careful, you'll be off the mountain in just a matter of moments. Well, I was telling Marcy about a time when I was come back from Asheville, North Carolina, over our eating. Didn't think it was going to snow much in Robbinsville, but I had to go over Stakoa Gap. staccoa Gap is about three. 3500 feet up and it was snowing hard and let me tell you we don't have the plow trucks down there as you got the plow trucks up here you may may not see a plow truck for days down there because the equipment's not there and the roads are a little more elevated (laughs) down there too than they are here in many places well coming back that night I said Lord you're going to have to help us get across this and let me tell you, there come a vehicle running beside, come around us. Just I'm telling you, it was flying. I said, man, they're just going on, going on, going on. Well, let me tell you, it cut me some tracks from the, from the four lane at call all the way to Robbinsville. And there wasn't no sign of that vehicle once you got down the mountain and the roads were clear. Hey, man, I'm telling you. It cut perfect tracks. Something said just follow the tracks and you'll make it down. Amen. Because let me tell you, there have been times I would slide down that mountain. I'm telling you, y'all had to cross it going into Robbinsville at night. Let me tell you, God will put his hand around you. He will cover you. This is exactly like he was doing. To the children of Israel, He covered them wherever they go. His hand was around Him. As long as His hand was on them, the enemy could not touch them. Did you hear me? As long as His hand was on them, they were protected, they were sheltered on their journey. You see, I'm telling you tonight, we're in a wicked world, we're in a mean world. We're in a violent world. We're in a world that don't have no compassion for nobody. Let's just be honest about it. Think about it. And let me tell you in this dark world, I know there's two things that the believer needs it needs the protection of God. Amen? As the days grow nearer, we need the protection of God, He'll cover us. And we got to see light. In this dark world, He'll shine in this dark world to let us know that everything's gonna be all right. His light shines guiding us knowing that He's a coming again. Amen? You see, let me tell you what God is showing us here that when the the Holy Spirit that He will protect us and He will give us light to follow in this world that we are living right here. You see how the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire represented the Holy Ghost of God. So I asked you this evening Who or what are you following? Are you following the cloud? Are you following someone else's directions? Amen. You're going to follow something. Some people follow their self. Amen. Some people follow what they want to do. Be careful with those people. Amen. These people that want to direct their own path, they're heading toward destruction. I'm telling you, We're going to see that Sunday. I'm I'm, I'm giving you board. And I I was going to give you. But I'm telling you. When you fail to listen to the Lord. And follow the leading of the Lord. You're going to find yourself. In a mess. So I ask you. are, Are you following. That cloud. Are you following. The direction. Of God. What I read about. The early church, I see a church and the church of the day can do the same thing. They followed the cloud. They followed it. Think about it. Let me tell you, the presence of God does not reside in a cloud above the church building today. But it, the, but it resides in the light, He resides in the life of his people. The indwelling Holy Spirit is the cloud for the church today, if you will. Think about the early, 20, early turn of the 20th century where the Spirit began to move and there was a great outpouring of the baptism of the Holy Ghost and God was moving. The cloud was moving. Many had to make, believers had to make a decision whether they would stay still or whether they would follow the cloud. Many stuck camp and followed the cloud and why others stood right there and said we ain't going to move with your presence and they refused to move let me tell you Israel never knew when the cloud was going to move you see at all times Israel had to be alert and they had to be vigilant because at any moment the cloud could move do you hear me let me tell you tonight at any moment he could start moving in here tonight. Amen. At any moment it don't you don't have to go through an order to get him moving. He can start moving at any moment he wants to start moving through. Let me tell you, that's the reason we can't get distracted with other things that happen in the service. We can't sit around fiddling and playing around and doing things like that. I'm talking to adults and not kids because I'm telling you, kids is one thing, but adults is something else. Adults, we've got to be sensitive to the moving of the Holy Ghost of God. Hey man, hey man, adults, you got to be sensitive to it. You see, they had Israel had to be prepared to stay one day or one year. The important thing is they had to stay in touch with the cloud. They had to stay vigilant. Anyone who would not move would be left behind and would be no longer under the cloud. You see, as the cloud moved, they had to move. As the cloud went, they had to go. As it moved forward, they had to move forward. If it stood still, they had to stand still. Amen? How many know we got to move as the Spirit moves? If He's standing still, we got to stand still. But Israel had to be ready to go at any moment. Because any moment, God could be directing our path somewhere else. Amen. Amen. Here in ministry, well, I'm the only one that got a pulpit ministry. There may be some others somewhere along the way under my voice. But let me tell you, you follow. If you're in ministry, you've got to follow where the Holy Ghost of God wants you. Amen. Amen. Some people say, you work for the church of God. No, I work for God. Amen. I go where God wants me to go. If he leads me out of here tonight, I've got to go tonight. If he keeps me here for another year, two years, i got to stay here. Wherever God wants. I'm just trying to make an example. They had to be willing to go as the presence of God moved. Don't take it. (laughs) They had to be willing to go as the spirit of God moved. Amen. What I'm saying is if you're going to abide under his presence, you've got to move when he's moving. Amen. Let's go last Wednesday night. We know we had a tremendous outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But if I wouldn't have done what I would have done last Wednesday and obeyed the Holy Ghost, we would have went through that service and seen nothing. The cloud would have moved on without us. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's what I'm getting at. we got to follow the, the cloud. But yet many ain't following that cloud. They're stuck in the camp right there. They'll refuse to move, if you will. Listen. If man moved before the cloud or didn't move with it, they were out of the protection and the guidance of that cloud. <laughs> they were left out to dry. It wasn't God's fault. It was their fault. Amen. Amen. Tell people, if you don't come when the spirits are moving, you sit back and you don't receive what you need from God, don't blame God. Go home and look in the mirror. Amen. So I asked you, are you following that cloud this evening? Or are you feeling home where you're stuck at? You're feeling home at the camp. You see, camp means you've got to be prepared to pick up and leave at any time. Amen? Amen? That's what it means to camp. You ain't going to stay there but for a certain season. And when you're at camp, you've got to be able to, you've got to be ready to go at any moment. So that was the question. Well, how many would be ready, wanted to just stay at the camp where their surroundings are familiar and pleasant? And there's the memories in the campfire, if you will, of the old ashes, the fire that once burned. Oh, I'm getting ready to get something right here. Oh, those old ashes they can be attractive. Those old campfire ashes can be attractive. Sometimes we try to rekindle those old fires. You know what I'm saying? We try to rekindle those fires that God has already moved on from. What, what's your point, preacher? I'm telling you right now, too many people try to live on yesterday's move of God when we can have a move of God today. What are you getting at? Oh, we think the glory days are behind us. Woo! Well, folks, the problem is if you think the glory days behind, Well, you ain't following the cloud because the clouds still moving. Hey, man, I said the clouds are still moving. What are you getting at? First of all, let me tell you, the glory days can be today when any time God moves. Look, I have no problem looking back on yesterday. Did you hear me? I like to look back on what God did yesterday. But I also know I can't live in yesterday. I've got to have the presence of God today. Amen. See, people ain't falling the cloud. We paint God was just God yesterday. But he's God today. He's still moving today. He's still working today. He's still pouring his spirit out today. He's still healing today. See, let me tell you why people are missing out on the blessings of God. It's because they're living in yesterday. My Bible says he's the same today as yesterday and forevermore. He's the God is still the same. Amen? We think the glory days are behind. Oh, we want yes, look back on the testimonies. I'll quote them, what God done. The reason I look back on them is to remind me of what God does today. And it tells me if he done it then, he'll do it today. I can't live in yesterday's blessings. I can't live yesterday. I can't be stuck at the camp. If that cloud's are moving, I've got to follow that cloud. I can't stay stuck at the same camp. I, I've got to follow the moving of a cloud. See, the problem is many have pitched camp and do not want to move. Amen. They don't want to move when the cloud's are moving. Amen? Amen. They want to keep they want to just stay there in their familiarity. It's called a comfort zone, by the way. See, I'm convinced the cloud moves in order to get you out of the comfort zone. Did you hear what I'm telling you? cloud moves sometimes to get the church out of the comfort zone. Amen. You ever wonder why God changes things in the churches, the leadership many times? It's because the church gets comfortable. Amen. Amen. Sometimes he wants you to move as the clouds are moving. Listen, too many don't want to follow the cloud today. We pitch camp, and we're happy there. We don't want to move no more. But I'm telling you, until we get to heaven... We got to follow that cloud. We got to follow the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit of God. We got to follow His direction, if you will. Israel did. Let me tell you, when I read the book of Acts, I see a church that followed the leading of the Holy Spirit. When I see the book of Acts, and by the way, we're still in the book of Acts. He does not close out. I see great miracles happen. I see multitudes that came to the Lord. They were multitudes. I see divine interventions. I see things people wouldn't believe today if it happened in their midst see them raised from the dead. I see jail cells broke open. Shackles poured off. Earthquakes hit just one building but no, not recorded anywhere else. Why? Because they followed the cloud. They followed the leading of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Can I tell you church I'm convinced we can have this same move of God. We can have a glory of God if the church would start following his leading. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, too many churches don't want you to shout amen. I get concerned if you ain't a shouting. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You ain't a shouting, you ain't a praising, something's wrong. Because I'm telling you, this house is not a funeral home. <laughs> I said it ain't a funeral home. Amen. But they don't want to follow the leading. And I'm convinced god it ain't God that's not wanting to pour these things out upon us. But if we don't follow His leading anymore. We're not following the directions of Scripture anymore. Can I tell you the problem? We've got to a point where we want to do what we want to do. Instead of listening to what God wants to do. We've come to a point we want to write our programs out. And say God don't interrupt them. My prayer is God interrupt my plans every week and do what you want to do. Amen. We don't want to. Here, the really don't like the book of Revelation says when he talks to the seven churches He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. God's a speaking, but nobody's a listening. Some people may listen, but they're not doers. You see, James said, Don't be hearers, only be doers of the word. Amen. Amen. We don't follow that cloud, we don't follow the direction. Preacher, if you ain't done preaching by a certain time, we're going to leave. Because we got to get to the buffet line. I got something on to dinner. Nah? Get like that, you'll probably get sour to your stomach. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. I got to know. I, I may just be, you got that sense of humor to do it too. <laughs> but Listen. People don't follow the cloud. They're following everything else but the cloud. He'll lead us. He'll direct us where we're going to go. That ain't the question. The issue is, is how many is going to follow? How many is going to get in line and follow as he moves? Sister Marcy, you can get ready to come tonight. The reason many miss out on the blessings of God is because they don't follow His leading. Amen. The reason they miss out on what God is wanting to do is because they don't follow. The reason tonight that many don't hear, hear what God is wanting to do churches miss out is because they don't follow the leading of the Spirit. I want to give you an example real quick. You know you need prayer, but you sit back and don't go up. Can I tell you something? You just sit still. Let me tell you something right here. Not only did that affect you, but when you didn't do it, it could affect the whole church service. Amen? If one person becomes obedient to God, what could the rest of the service be like? Amen? Hey, man, there's a difference between God and flesh. You know when it's God and when it's flesh. Hey, man, but I've seen it many times. God wanting to do something. I've been in many services where I knew God was wanting to move in somebody's life. Oh, I could have went and pulled them off the pew. The Holy Ghost was directed me. In many places I preached over time. But they would not move. They would not follow the directions. And they would miss out on what God was wanting to do in their life. Many have missed their healing because they didn't listen to God. Many have missed their blessing because they didn't follow the leading of God and do what God had told them to do. You see what I'm saying? When the cloud moves, you've got to follow. Everyone standing in here this evening. Israel had to follow the cloud. Did you hear me? Israel had to follow the cloud. Church, the cloud represents the Holy Ghost. So I asked you tonight, will you follow the cloud? Are you following the cloud? Ask yourself. How many would say tonight, am I following the cloud? Will I, cannot, I'm coming to follow the cloud tonight. I'm coming to follow the cloud tonight. Who would say, I'm going to follow that cloud? Will I follow the Spirit of God? Will you hear what the Spirit of God is saying? Father, in the name of Jesus, let us hear your word. Let us hear your anointing, dear God, tonight. Lord, and we pray, God, for you to just move, dear God. We pray, God, for you to just have your way, dear God, in here tonight, Lord. Lord, we ask you, God, just a touch, dear Lord. Have your anointing, Lord. Let us be sensitive to your work moving. Let us be sensitive to the cloud tonight. How many would say, let me follow that cloud? Let me follow your directions, oh God. Lord, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.